Welcome back. I'm Jamie Rickard. And I'm Tracy Sullivan, and we're the career coaches of Fisher. Today, we're going to be talking about winter break and one thing that you can do to kind of get a jump start on 2023, um, maybe make your spring semester a little bit easier on you at the point that you come and meet with us. And as we talk about things, just keep in mind that you only have to do one thing. If you want to do more, great, but just by doing one thing, you're going to feel I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out here. Oh, just alleviated from any additional Ooh, stress during during the academic year because you're busy enough. Exactly. So Jamie and I were talking and we were looking at kind of like how we spent our own spring breaks. And I know that I did nothing. Um, <laughs> I felt absolutely entitled to sleep. And back then, there was no streaming or binging or cable TV, so I would catch up on my soap operas, (laughs) work, and go out, go out with my friends and just, I don't want to say party, but that's what I did. So if I had just spent like two hours thinking about what a resume is or what I want to be when I grow up, um, I probably could have saved myself a lot of trouble in the long run. I don't know. Jamie, you were kind of a different time frame, so I think you had the internet, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I did have the internet, but also didn't really have streaming. I was probably in college at the time where the DVD shows were available for purchase. And so instead of being able to stream stuff, you'd have to actually go out and buy like a $50 case of Friends episodes and things like that. (laughs) Um, But similarly, you know, I, I took that time to really relax, you know, not having to read or study was so nice. And we want that for all of you too. But I think, you know, the reason why we thought this would be a good topic is because we all know that having the ability to rest and rejuvenate is so important. But if there is uh, any opportunity to take time to look at what you could be thinking about for your future, um, why not take advantage of a couple of things if you can during this four week, five week period to get you ahead in your career? So we're really just going to talk about like a whole bunch of different things that you can do, list them out, tell you why it's important or how it can help, and then just kind of think about it and take one thing and put it in action over the break. I almost said summer. (laughs) We're getting ahead to what we wish it was, right? Yeah, I saw somebody blowing leaves on my way in here, so I think I have my seasons all confused. I think we'd all like to fast forward. Christmas is right around the corner. So again, (laughs) one thing you can do. So, you know, one thing that we were thinking about was updating your resume. We know that during the fall semester, you may have joined a club, you may have done an internship, you may have done a campus job. Those are things that you can absolutely go to your resume, you know, make a new position at a club, at an organization to the documents so that it's ready to go for any sort of upcoming applications, whether it's for full-time or internships, and we'll kind of get into that too. But we have some great resources on Handshake that I think are important to note. If you go into your Handshake profile and you click on the Career Center, there's a resources button there that has all kinds of sample resumes for every single major on this campus. And so if you are at all concerned about how to start, how to edit, how to update, we have 
all kinds of examples that I think will get you started. But I think if you're more regularly updating that document, it is so much easier to recall what you were doing, you know, a few months back rather than like a year back. Um, and I think that as, you know, full-time folks, we can certainly appreciate that when you look back years down the line, it's not easy to recall. But if you guys are steadily updating the document every semester, I think that's a really good idea to do over break. The other thing I was thinking about was with the updating of the resume, it becomes then very easy to update your LinkedIn profile or your Handshake profile. And those things are incredibly helpful because as you update your document and then update your profiles, those particular you know websites or platforms then send you positions or at least put positions in front of you that are more aligned with what your resume or keyword state in your profiles. Uh, so I think those are two really good options that actually are probably pretty easy to do in tandem. Absolutely. Whenever I meet with students and we're updating resumes, I kind of always say that as well, that it all aligns together. You update your resume, it's an easy add to do your LinkedIn and Handshake. On our last podcast, we talked a lot about networking. So that's, that's another thing just to, you can kind of ingrain into just your daily activities. If you go to the store, if you meet someone new at a holiday party, or if you go out, that's all part of networking. As kind of a piece of that, what I would suggest doing is if you're not connected already, go back and connect with faculty that you had over the semester. You can use that messaging to thank them or just to maybe share something that you learned and then connect with them, with your peers that you were in classes or clubs with, or really anybody that you came into contact with over the semester. LinkedIn has a great feature where it kind of, you know, just like Facebook, it says you might know, or, you know, here are some other people you may know. So just kind of saying, okay, I'm going to sit down and scroll and connect with five people would be great. Doing some informational interviewing, Again, even if you just do one informational interview, you might be interested in a couple different career paths. If you're a psych major, you might be interested in working with nonprofits, maybe going into mental health counseling, or even getting into HR. So doing an informational interview, you know, with all three or at least one person. And Oh, I was going to say, could you maybe tell the listeners just what are some types of questions you could ask in an informational interview just so they know where we're kind of going with that concept? Yeah, absolutely. So we actually have, um, Jamie mentioned the Handshake resources. So under networking, I think we have like 500 informational interview questions that you could ask. But the one that I always like best is just tell me about yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. tell me how you got here. Because it's just really interesting to see how somebody might be working in HR and they started out as a history major. So what jobs they had that got them to that point. And also what they like best about it, what they like least, what they would do differently if they could go back, um, if anything. What are some of the biggest challenges in their job, like what they would change if they could And what they recommend for me, you know, if you were in my position, what would you tell me that I should focus on doing? Or what would be important 
credentials to get or certifications. Again, it really depends on the field. Yeah. Ideally, when you're doing informational interviewing, you kind of always just want to close that out with thanking that person and offering reciprocity. Because even though they're doing something for you, they might have a child or a friend of a friend or somebody that's looking to make a career change. And at some point in time, remember we talked about return on investment with LinkedIn, that person might reach out to you for something. Job shadowing is another thing. So when I, I will say one of the things I used to do over my break was not necessarily job shadow, but my mother would force me to go into work with her and help her. (laughs) (laughs) Unpaid. But she worked for, it was a local mental health provider provider. And it was a great exposure to a population that struggled with substance abuse and mental health, dual diagnosis. And look at where I ended up, you know, with a master's degree in counseling and human development. So you can't say now that you did nothing over your winter breaks back then because you did. Yeah, I factored that in as work. (laughs) I didn't appreciate it at the time. Of course, we never do. Um, But a lot of people you know, just going into work with family members. I mean, if you can get paid, that's great. A friend of mine's niece, he pays her out of his own pocket to help with stuff at his job, but it's a great experience and she's still in high school. So anything like that, that can give you some experience, exposure or information is going to benefit you in the long run. Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, in going back to what you were saying about making sure that you're spending time, you know, again, resting, relaxing and, you know, working if you can. But even if you have like a part time job, that's what I ended up doing over my winter break was like a part time job at a drugstore. And I also took the time, you know, when I was there to network with the my boss there, network with my coworkers. And I still feel like even in those settings, you can maximize your opportunity over your breaks, because I know a lot of our students work at in retail or work at restaurants. And there are so many opportunities to connect with people in those settings to your exact point, you know, by networking or an informational interview. So I love that. You know, another thing that students can do over break is look for summer internships. So believe it or not, a lot of companies and organizations are already planning ahead, you know, six months from now for their summer internship programs. Uh, So we see a lot of those populate over the course of January for summer 2023 experiences. So you will see deadlines coming up, you know, in late January, late February for summer. So you can certainly begin looking for those. And Handshake has a great feature where you can save positions if you just want to come back to it at a later point. So you don't even have to go through the whole application process if you're not sure. You can actually just save it right on the system and come back to it again. And then for our seniors or our graduating uh, master's candidates or doctoral candidates, this is also a great time to start looking at your full-time job search. We know that it can feel like it's early, but it really is not. You know, when you think about the prep work that goes into a full-time position, whether it's looking through jobs to see what might interest you, making sure the bullet points align with what you're thinking you might enjoy doing, and of course, creating and updating your resume so that it reflects the most accurate information for those positions. If you're required to, to have a cover letter or any other information, that prep work can take a lot of time. And so it would be great to, in addition to thinking about the search, being ready for that earlier rather than waiting until April 
let's say, to start applying for full-time jobs, because then it would just put you in a delayed situation, which I don't know if you're going to be allowed to live with mom and dad or parents at home, but um, I know I was not. So I had to get a move on that when I was in school too. So I can completely relate to, you know, making sure that you kind of get on the ball with it, but certainly a good time to look at both summer internships and full-time. And then there's this other, you know, term that I think has been thrown around a lot. I don't know if we're using it as much, but it's called micro internships. They're sort of these mini experiences. They could be project-based. They could be, you know, short-term assignments or work experiences with companies or organizations. And they may not even have to be that formal, but I will plug a resource that we have for Fisher. It's called Parker Dewey. And it is, um, I believe it's on the launch page, I think. It's... Um, on the job search res- on the job search resources in Handshake, as well. yeah, yeah. So see, Handshake, we just hold all of our secrets in there. Handshake um, resources. Honestly, right. you don't even need us. <laughs> no, hey, job security. Um, so micro internships, um, you know, with Parker Dewey especially, they have a lot of major companies participate in that. So you'll find you know Fortune five hundred, Fortune two hundred companies within that system, and they post these short term experiences. They tend to be ranging in hours. So they might say we want somebody for twenty hours on a particular project, up to like forty or more hours on a particular project, and a lot of them are virtual because they understand that you know most of the people that apply are potentially not local to them, but they are paid experiences and again, great resume builders. But again, these are a little bit more formal in the Parker Dewey sense, but even if you found something that you were, even like you were saying, assisting your mom or doing something that is a resume builder in itself, that could be something that you could really think about putting on your resume if you feel like it aligns with your path or intended path. And that's a good point. The Forage is another one. It's also located on that site. That Those are unpaid, I believe. The though. Forage, I think so too. Yeah, and they are also more project-based based versus formal internships, so to speak. But again, great experience with great, you know, international companies. And any experience can help not only with your own career clarity, but also enhancing your resume. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, the goal with that is to acquire skill, knowledge, skills, and experience that will make you the better candidate when the time comes for job search. And then last, but definitely not least, and this is probably the easiest one that you can do, is you can schedule an appointment with myself, Jamie, Tara, or Dr. Overton Healy. We are only closed for one week over break between, what is it, the 23rd through the 2nd? I think so. But other than that, you can meet with us virtually. If you're not local, if you want to come in person, we're here as well. And I mean, really... You'd be doing two things if you scheduled an appointment with me for a resume review. Exactly. Mm. Two birds. <laughs> two birds, one stone. What more can you ask for? And again, really just do one thing. I was listening to Jamie talk about you know the job search prep and if you're graduating. If you haven't done any of these things yet, then you can't job search. Right. You have right. to have a resume. You have to have it updated. And ideally, you've had one of us look at it so you know you're working with the right tool. Right. Or to just talk to somebody because we totally understand, too, that there are students graduating who are still very unclear about how they want to apply their degree to the working world. Yes. And so if all of this stuff that we talked about 
just seems insurmountable because you're unsure and because there's stress around that, just come talk to us. If that's the one thing that you do, that's a win, in my opinion. Absolutely. My co-host Tracy has an absolute love of trivia. So I am a reigning champion. Yeah. I don't want to toot my own horn or anything. <laughs> we have a weekly competitor of, <laughs> of trivia here in the room today. Um, so in the spirit of break and, and again, talking about um, you know making sure you binge watch your shows and you enjoy your time um, during this month off, um, we're going to play a game of guess the TV character or tell us their job on the show. And I don't know if I know all the shows that you know, so this will be interesting. All right. Well, I will start with what I feel is the easiest of ease. Um, Who is assistant to the regional manager? Um, That would be who thinks they are or who or assistant to the regional manager. Oh, that would be Dwight K. Schrute. That would be correct. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to know if you know who is a paleontologist on Friends? Ross Geller. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so can you tell me the job of a Mr. Paul DeVecchio? Oh, I don't know. <gasps> I, I don't know. How can you not know? I don't know who Paul DeVecchio is. You don't know who Oh, Ms- wait, I'm sorry. DJ Pauly D. That He's would be DJ. correct. Yes. <laughs> Jersey Shore. I just had to go into the vault of my brain to get that. Yes. 2009 people. <laughs> Family reunion is still on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who is a realtor on Modern Family? What is his name? Phil. Phil Dumphy. Yes. Yes. I'm glad I was just watching that for some bizarre reason. Okay. Who states their career as an international luxury life brand? Oh, my gosh. Sonia Morgan. Yes. <laughs> if we have any Bravo Real Housewives fans, you will know the importance of that. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, who had their own line of Pinot Grigio? Ramona Singer. Again, another Bravo reference. And the same show. And the same show. Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> who does statistical analysis and data reconfiguration? Is this Chandler Bang? Yes. He is not a transponder. <laughs> yes, a transponder. What is Leonard Hofstetter's job on Big Bang Theory? So I have caught like a couple of these. Isn't he like a neurophysicist or something like that? I think I think it is physicist. Maybe he is a neurophysicist. <laughs> I, I wasn't specific enough. Was just what did you have? Physicist. Okay, I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> Partial credit. Partial credit. Um, okay. Who's an innkeeper? Oh my gosh. In Stars Hollow. Oh, um, Lorelai Gilmore. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And my final one. Okay. What is Newman's job on Seinfeld? He's a postman. That's right. Or postal worker. That's right. He is a mailman. Love it. All right. My final one. Um, I guess this is a job or an inheritance. Queen of the North. Oh, my God. You're making me go back. Queen of the North. I just finished House of Dragons, so it's not really going back. 
it's Sophie Turner's character, isn't it? Yes. And who's now, married to uh, Joe Jonas, who dated? Um, oh, now Taylor Swift. <laughs> All roads lead to T Swizz. <laughs> so as you can see, we know our pop culture, but I don't know. The and name I of will the actually accept that it's Sansa Stark is her name. Sansa, that's right. Right. All right. <sighs> well. well this wraps up today's podcast. Um, again, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Fisher Seacap and be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn. Um, we definitely want to hear from you again about ideas for future topics, any questions you have, feedback, of course. Um, you can always email us at ccap at sjf.edu. Thank you so much for listening. And we are the career coaches of Fisher here for your career.